0: you're listening to the real nutrition podcast with randa dirksen where you'll learn that diet and deprivation are not an option as we chat nutrition health and how to live a well-rounded life because who wants to eat a bowl of romaine lettuce and lemon juice while your family is enjoying pizza nope not you not anymore stick with me and i'll show you how you can find food freedom Welcome back to the Realistic Nutrition Podcast with me, Randa Dirksen. Today, we are going to talk about stress. Yes, I know, I know, we all have it, especially right now, but we're gonna talk about healthy ways to deal with stress. And before we dive in, you know, if meal planning stresses you out, I got you, okay? I'm gonna show you how to do it quick, easy, and without any fuss, just go to randanutrition.com slash meal plan class. And there I'm going to walk you through, well, exactly what I do. But let's dive into the podcast. You know, we spoke with Susie Fevens back, oh gosh, episode seven about stress resiliency. And I really recommend you go back and listen to that episode. It was really helpful. I know I learned a lot talking to Susie and. I mean, hey, if you don't know what stress resiliency is, you got to listen, okay? Just listen. You got to go listen to the podcast. But let's talk about the topic today, and that is stress management. And I know stress management can seem daunting, but you guys, it is doable, especially in the world that we're dealing with today. Implementing healthy ways to deal with stress, it's so needed, and I'm here to help you with it. And hey, just to say, I'm not on a soapbox sitting here preaching to you guys saying, oh, you need to do this and you need to do that. I struggle too. This is an education for me as well. And these are some tips I'm going to be implementing. So some of these tips though, they are tried and true. They work for me and others have been recommended to me by professionals. And by professionals, I mean therapists, people that are experts in the stress and health and wellness and mindfulness space. It's... You guys, it's going to be a good episode. So dealing with stress, I mean, it shouldn't be stressful in itself. So go slow and go easy. Don't go through this list and immediately just start implementing everything. Slow it down, add a new habit daily to ensure you don't over like overdo it. You know, I've stated that a million times. Actually, I just recorded a lesson in the Eat, Move, Meditate program about the snowball effect And I've stated in the 30 Days to a Healthier You program that you want to treat healthy habits like a snowball effect. One new thing a day or even a week and continue from there. Make stress reduction and self-care a habit, but make it sustainable. Okay. Healthy ways you can cope with stress and avoid burnout. Number one, move your body. Okay. Get some exercise. Moving your body with exercise is a natural stress reliever and it feels so good. Okay. Well, maybe not in the moment when you're huffing and puffing, but after when those endorphin hits, oh my goodness, I can't talk. Endorphins. When those endorphins hit, it it's a great feeling. You're on a natural high. So it helps so much. It's because exercise has been proven scientifically as one of the easiest ways to release feelings of anger or anxiety by releasing endorphins through physical activity. These endorphins help you feel happier and more productive throughout the day. And you guys, exercise strengthens the immune system. It improves cognica- cognitive functioning. It's a stress reducer. But if you're going to work on challenging, um, wow, I can't talk today, guys, and I'm not even going to bother editing this out because this is just how it is. I'm recording this at 3.30. This is usually the time where my brain's like, okay, you're done working for the day. But if you're going to work on changing how you currently handle stressful situations, you know, just try going for a walk. Exercise, it doesn't have to be these intense HIT workouts day in and day out. Actually, you're not supposed to do hit workouts back to back day after day. Uh you know, a simple 20-minute walk. Well, being mindful of your surroundings, I mean it helps. Actually, this week in the Eat Move Meditate program, Emily is talking about mindfulness walks, mindfulness movement, going for a walk and observing. The you know the breeze going across your face, looking at the flowers, really noticing what's happening around you, and it's really cool what it does to your brain. So I really recommend it. And I'm gonna have Emily on the podcast eventually. Uh, we're just trying to figure out what works because this is this is some health stuff that you need to hear. But here's some exercise ideas for stress relief. So you could go for a walk, do a run or a jog, a bike ride, whether that's outside or on your spin bike. Um, you know, blast some Spotify and just dance, dance with your kids. That That's exercise right there. Or play with your kids or your dog. You could do more traditional things like hit workouts, lifting weights, yoga, stretching. The whole idea is just to move. Physical activity, like 30 minutes more, it just it increases the activity in your brain. It makes it easier to process stressful events that happen. There's no need for massive exercises like running for miles, lifting insanely heavy weights just for stress reduction, unless that's what you want to do, okay? Simple things to get your brain and body moving. It just makes you feel better. And if you're looking for some free resources, I mean YouTube, okay? YouTube has some great free workouts for you to try. When in doubt, search YouTube. So the number two way to help reduce stress in your life would be meditation. So meditation and mindfulness for stress reduction. Meditation is an easy way to reduce stress. Oh, I shouldn't say easy because it takes practice to meditate. But it does enhance self-awareness and can also lengthen your attention span, which I need. I squirrel out way too often. Meditation, I mean, it's calming and it's just one of the best ways to reduce stress. So if you meditate for just like 10 minutes a day, it can help control your stress levels naturally. And it does take a bit to get used to and your mind is going to wander, but that's normal. It's what minds do. You know, just even taking a deep breath, it seems useless. It seems cliche, but it works. Take a few moments in those mo- those stressful times. Close your eyes and take deep breaths in a pattern to help calm yourself down. Um, there's a, a a GIF or a GIF where it's like these circles going in and out. And you're supposed to match your breath with it, and it's it's great. Just just look for it. Look for a breathing or mindfulness. Um, I think it's like a few seconds at a time, which is great. But there's different kinds of breathing techniques out there. There's like the four, 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 where you're in for four, hold for four. Blow out for four. There's a four-seven-eight where you're in for four, hold it for seven seconds, and blow out slowly for eight seconds. Like there's a bunch of different ones out there. Try it. Research some. See what works for you. But if you're not sure where to start with mindfulness or meditation, you know there's a bunch of free apps like the Headspace app, Headspace app Calm app, and if you go follow my friend Emily over at Instagram at Mindfulness with Emily, you'll find some resources there as well. She's my go-to. Number three, self-care to deal with stress. So I know self-care seems like a buzzword these days, but it's effective, okay? It's effective to not just reduce your stress, but to make you feel happier with yourself. So take time, take care of you. It's one of the most important things you can do. Making time for yourself is just, it's important for our mental health and well being, you guys. And we've had self-care podcasts before, but we'll never get enough. It's, it's just that important. And it's not something we do enough, especially as moms. And if you're not a mom, you're listening to this, I'm not singling you out. I'm sure you're stressed too. I just, I relate to it because I am a mom. Creating time to pick up like new hobbies for yourself, uh, going on, I laughed when I said that because I'm like, who has the time for that? But going on dates with yourself or taking a vacation. Like, do I whisper that? Because that's just not happening right now. But it can help you clear your thoughts. Do something for you. Put yourself first because you deserve it. Self-care is not selfish. It's self-preservation. Number four is sleep. Stress goes hand in hand with your health, okay? Um, and sleep is a big factor of that. When you're stressed, it it can cause you to lose sleep. I mean, we've all been there. The cycle of not sleeping, being tired, and then being able to sleep, not being able to sleep, it makes your stress levels worse. And it's just this horrible cycle. So trying to get eight or more hours of sleep, not only does it improve brain function, but it's gonna help you better process and manage your stress levels and your emotions. Cause I mean, we all get a little crabby, right? It's recommended to shut off your electronics at least 30 minutes before you go to bed. So turn off your lights, your phone, the work on your computer. Now it's time to unwind and come down from the day. Now it's a great time to do some stretching. Do some nighttime stretching, nothing crazy, like five minutes. Go on Pinterest and look for nighttime stretches. Take some deep breaths have a cup of tea. I really like the cup of calm tea from traditional medicinals. I believe that's the company. Um, that that's really, that's a nice tea to sit down to or chamomile, just something relaxing. Um, I, I, I mean, I don't read often anymore, but I remember reading a book used to put me to sleep. Your eyes get tired. It's great. Or doing a crossword. I I used to enjoy that as well. Uh, in addition to stretching, you know, you might want to consider journaling. Journaling can be a great wind down tool to help empty your thoughts. You can grab a journaling notebook and write down your thoughts, your ideas, and make sure you add what you're grateful for for the day. Actually, there's a journal called the five minute journal, and it's a great tool for this. Um, It's like exactly that five minutes a day. You write something in the morning and at night talk about, you know, what you wish you get done. I think that day it's been a few years since I've, I've used it. Uh, And then at night you write down what you're grateful for. It's a great little practice to get into. Um, Another tip to help reduce the stress is to connect with others, to relieve your stress. Sometimes you just need to get out of your head and spend time outside of your environment. Taking time to connect with others is just a healthy way to cope with stress. Spending your quality time with family, friends, it's, It's not just a distraction. It gives you time to be in the now and have a good old-fashioned human connection, which a lot of us are missing right now, or at least in Canada at the time of recording. I know a lot of you in the US are getting back to normal, which sounds like heaven, but we're not quite there yet. But whether it's a coffee date, Picking up a phone, having a virtual tea or virtual cocktail over Zoom or FaceTime. I mean, there are ways to do it. You don't even have to talk about how you're feeling or getting to that heaviness of your life. Although, I mean, hey, my best friend and I, we have vent sessions and it just feels good to lift those things off our shoulders. So if you got a girl you can go to and just kind of vent away, go for it. Uh, Hey, or go see a professional for that too, because they're great. You can just unburden yourself to them and not put it on others. But sometimes you just need to even have normal conversations with your friends. Just, it's just a simple distraction from the stress and it can put things into perspective. So go shopping with your friends, join a club, stay in with pizza and a movie, with your best friend. I mean, that sounds, that sounds like something I need. Uh, another tip, manage your time. Whew, something I am working on. Um, yeah, actually, the episode before this, we had Lindsay House, uh, and she is an accountability coach. And it was funny, because after interviewing Lindsay and chatting with her, I hired her, and she's going to help me manage my time. Like, that's how great that episode was. After talking to her, like, I hit end record, and I was like, okay, you're hired. Um, what? When can we start? And I had a planning session with her like two days ago. Like I I jumped on that. But managing your time can be a really helpful factor in lowering your stress levels. Creating a schedule to manage your day helps your thoughts stay organized. But don't forget to make fun for fun and relax and relaxation too. See, I can't talk. (laughs) But okay, I'm going to repeat that. Schedule in the fun. Okay. Did you hear me? Schedule in fun. Most of us don't schedule in play. And there's just way too much crap going on in our brains between work, the kids, homeschooling, um, just everyday life. It, go to the beach. Go do something you like to do. Go to the park. Do do something that makes you happy. But set aside times of the day where you can take breaks from your work or school. And I know this can be difficult, I mean, many of us are working from home right now, but set a timer on your phone, get up and go for a walk, go stretch, go do something to give your brain a break. Don't overcommit yourself on tasks you don't enjoy and break, break big projects into smaller tasks. This means learning how to say no, which is probably a podcast all in its own but I like to break projects into smaller tasks because it gives me like a sense of accomplishment, you know? So when you're working on this big task and it takes forever in weeks and you finish it, it's like, cool, it's great. It's done. You feel good. But if you break it into little tasks and you keep, you know, checking off things that you did, I don't know. It gives me more, um, happiness because that big project forever, it just kind of feels like it's never ending, you know? But create a schedule too, that just shows you how to live your life a little freer. Um, it shows you what to do, when to do it. It helps you visualize your time better. And then it makes it settle to your brain a little bit easier. At least that's how my brain works. Keeping your day organized, it's going to help your stress levels stay low. And you know, the way I do that is I use day planners. Like right now I'm using the day designer. Emily Lay has a good one. It's called simplified. Um, I can't think of other ones right now, which is crazy. But or even just going on Amazon and getting a cheapo. uh, Target. Uh, I believe Target actually has the Blue Sky versions of the Day Designer, and they're cheaper. Actually, that's what I just ordered. I just ordered one for July, and I believe it's the Blue Sky edition because it was cheaper on Amazon. But find something that works, whether it's using your calendar, like Google Calendar, iCal, Asana. Like, there's so many things out there that can kind of organize it and it gets it out of your head and on paper. So you're not trying to remember to do all the things and feeling stressed. Plus it feels really good to check off things when you do it. Like when I'm done recording, recording this podcast, I'm going to check off record podcasts and I'm going to celebrate. And finally, I really want to end this on saying that you shouldn't be afraid to ask for help. The best thing you can do to help when you're dealing with stress is to ask There's no shame in seeking out a professional, whether it's a counselor, a therapist, psychologist, psychiatrist. There's so many virtual options to get help and some of it's covered for your medical. So if you have extended health, like maybe look into that a little bit more. And there are free programs out there for mental health care. You can also reach out to a family member or a friend or anyone that you can confide in. Talking about how you feel and trying to find out why you're stressed can help discover how you can lower those stress levels, what to do when you're triggered. It, like therapy for me is giving me tools. That's what I think of it as, tools for life because shit happens, you guys. And how we react to it, it's on us. That's the power. So you can either spiral or move through it. So whether you're ranting to a friend, professional therapist, just pay attention to how you describe your stress. Re- reaching out for support is never something to be embarrassed by. And I love how my generation is making it more normal. I feel like therapy was so taboo and stigmatized like by the generation before me where it was like, hush, hush, where now it's just like a normal conversation. It's like, yeah, so I'm a therapist. I mean, it's, you take your vehicle for a tune up why wouldn't you take your brain? Why wouldn't you take your health? We go to the doctor for a cut, like a deep cut, or if you need to get stitches. Well, when your brain and you're really struggling, why, why not get some tools, get some help? Cause therapy, that's exactly how I see it. It gives us life tools and tools to help navigate through the murky levels of stress and life's up and downs because it's life. You're going to have plenty. So we've all felt it, you guys, that feeling of being overwhelmed and uh, just so much stress. The stress can be related to work, to school, family life. I mean, you name it, right? You might go through cycles of emotions like anger, guilt, sadness, and, you know, those emotions are normal, but they might not be healthy for you to dwell on and for your loved ones to be projected on all the time. So I encourage you to find healthy coping mechanisms to deal with stress. But I'm curious, shoot me a message on Instagram at random nutrition. And just let me know like what's worked for you with stress. Have you found healthy ways to cope with stress in your life? Let's start a conversation about it. And if you want more information on today's topic, I do have a blog post on it and I will link it in the show notes over at MirandaNutrition.com. There are a lot more um, like, you know, links to the day designer I talked about. I also have some reading materials that you may like, like some books or audio books to help you through it. Um, in addition to that, I have some self-care ideas, stuff like that to go, to go into more detail, you know. I like to try to keep my podcast when it's just me short and simple and we are at the 20 minute mark. So I think that's, that's successful right there. So I appreciate you for listening to today's episode. I will be back next week. All right. Goodbye.